0: Today is April 5th. In 1933, President Franklin Roosevelt signed the United States Executive Order 6102, which prohibited the hoarding of privately held gold coins and bullion in the United States. The Emergency Banking Relief Act of 1933 and Executive Order 6102 authorized U.S. President Franklin Delano Roosevelt to force American citizens to relinquish their gold under penalty of the law. Executive Order 6102 was implemented so the U.S. government could devalue the dollar more aggressively to assimilate the economy during the Great Depression. So long as citizens had the opportunity to preserve their wealth in gold, such economic stimulus would result in obvious high inflation. The executive order compensated owners $20.67 for each troy ounce of gold. In fact, soon after the executive order, President Roosevelt raised the price of gold from $20 to $35 per ounce, devaluing the dollar by 58% in one day. Executive Order 6102 is not a unique event in history. Mass gold confiscations have occurred around the world for thousands of years. Gold was confiscated en masse in Communist China, the United Kingdom, and in the Soviet Union. Gold is susceptible to mass confiscations because it's physically difficult to hide, secure, or transport. These inconveniences incentivize gold owners to store their gold with centralized custodians, usually banks. These banks are susceptible to government coercion, whereas it would be extraordinarily costly to confiscate gold from millions of private homes, looting the far more limited number of banks is relatively more efficient. In 1987, Fox Broadcasting Company made its primetime TV debut with its first primetime TV show starting on Sunday nights beginning on April 5th of 1987. Technically, it's not the 30th anniversary of Fox, but the Fox Broadcasting Company did launch in primetime over 30 years ago today. The network officially debuted on Thursday, October 9th, 1986 with its late-night talk show, The Late Show, starring Joan Rivers. Its entry into primetime had to wait until Sunday the 5th, the lineup that night consisted consisted of two sitcom premieres, each aired three times. Did the premiere repeat-repeat strategy work? Preliminary ratings for 13 markets weren't stellar. Fox focused on the cumulative ratings for its two sitcoms, insisted viewers weren't going to watch the same episode three times. Nationally, Married with Children earned a cumulative 10.7 rating. The Tracy Allman Show received a 9.4 rating. Over the next month, Fox rolled out a number of other TV shows, 21 Jump Street, Duet, and Mr. President. It wasn't until May 10th that the network had a stable Sunday lineup. A second night of programming, on Saturday, debuted on July 11th. Fox did not consider itself a traditional television network in 1987. We call ourselves a satellite-delivered national program service, programming chief garth ansier told the los angeles times prior to fox's primetime debut there are tremendous uphill battles to becoming the fourth network ansier explained there are technical and built-in audience obstacles this hasn't been done before since before i was born with the old dumont network somehow fox pulled it off and here we are over three decades later in 2010, an explosion in the Upper Big Branch Mine in Montcoal, Raleigh County, West Virginia, killed 29 miners and left several missing. This is the deadliest mining accident in the United States in at least 35 years. On October, or, uh, In April 5, 2010, the day after Easter, a series of explosions rocked the Upper Big Branch Mine near Montcoal in Raleigh County. 29 men died, making it West Virginia's worst mining disaster since 78 miners were killed in Farmington in 1968. After the Upper Big Branch explosion, an independent investigation determined that sparks from a long wall miner had ignited a pocket of methane, setting off a chain of explosions that surged more than two miles through the mine. The panel concluded that the explosions could have been prevented and the systems designed to protect the miners had failed. The report found that the mine's owner, Massey Energy, had operated its mine in a profoundly reckless manner. The U.S. Mine Safety and Health Administration reached similar conclusions, blaming the deaths on an intentional and aggressive effort by Massey to ignore safety rules. The criticism of Massey eventually led to the resignation of the company president, Don Blankenship, In 2016, Blankenship was sentenced to one year in prison for conspiring to willfully violate mine safety standards, largely in connection with the Upper Big Branch disaster. You have been listening to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I thank you for listening, and I hope that you have enjoyed learning about historical events from the past. Thank you to the following websites for their information regarding today's topics. ThePeopleHistory.com Executive Order 6102 at River.com. 30th Anniversary of Fox on Primetime at TVObscurities.com. And Explosions Rock the Upper Big Branch Mine on West WestVirginiaPublic.org at www.WVPublic.org. The music used as the background track for this podcast is Americana, created by Kevin McLeod on com. If you enjoyed this information and would like to hear more, please consider subscribing as this will keep the historical events in your feed in the morning for each day. I hope you have a great day.